Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you in your life? Let's go. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode. Now, if this is your first time that you are here and you are hearing about Your Life Rocks and our message to help working moms create more balance in their lives, even if you have to redefine what that means for you, I want to thank you so much for taking time and checking out our show. I hope that you go back and listen to some of the past interviews that we've had. We've had some really great interviews lately. Starting September off, we had Kimberly Walton talking about having equal housework and marriage. I hope you guys really enjoyed that message. I thought it was really fantastic. Great marriage advice, of course, from Kimberly Walton, who is a repeat marriage expert on our show. Last week, we were joined by Sonia Cameron talking about using prayer in our careers, and especially when we're looking at career transition or even just wanting to grow in our current position that we're in. Fantastic information. I know that you were probably blessed by Sonia. So if you missed that, I hope you go and check it out. And today we are joined by Jenna Allerson and we are talking about health. I don't know about you, but there's something about fall that is such a, I don't know, it just feels like such a renewing time to set some goals, which is why we just kicked off a brand new Life Balance course inside a Life Balance membership. We've revamped the whole course, which I'm super excited that our current members are going through now. Um, and you can start anytime. You can go to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more about our membership. In fact, our last two episodes that we had and today's episode, our guests have contributed information for the resources section exclusively for our members. So big thank you and shout out to them for that. But back to it being fall, back to kind of setting some new goals. For me, I don't know, health goals always seem to be at the top of the list, especially at the beginning of the year, spring, and now going into fall. But fall is also full of all of kinds of yummy goodies that don't necessarily always align with maybe what my health goals are. And so Jenna is here and she has five amazing steps for us and how we can be really holistic in our approach to our health. And what I love about these five ingredients that she's prepared for us is that they are all through a faith-based lens, which I know you're going to love. Now, you might know Jenna from being in past lifestyle guides that we have inside of the Your Life Rocks app, which you can get inside your app store. We have seasonal lifestyle guides, and Jenna has been a contributor there in the health section before. And she was on our podcast sharing her testimony last December. So it's been really fun to watch her evolve into truly what God's calling is on her life, which is being a nutritional health coach and really with her heart, guiding people to having better health for themselves and experiencing all that that is as a gift from God. I promise you, you're going to want to check out her website and all of the great content that she shares. Follow her on social media because she really, truly is a gem. So without further ado, let's get into my interview with Jenna. Jenna, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on today to talk about wellness and how we can really integrate our faith into our wellness. But before we get into all of the great brilliance that you have to share with us today, tell us a little bit more about who you are. 
Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. And thank you so much for having me back on this podcast. I feel so blessed and honored to be here with you today. And so a little bit about me is I I live in Minnesota. Um, I'm married to my college sweetheart. His name is Matt. We're actually celebrating our 10-year anniversary on Friday. So I'm excited. Congratulations. It feels like such a big milestone. Um, And we have two young boys. I have a five-year-old named Owen and a three-year-old named August and a little fur baby, Lucy. And um, much of my adult career life has really been um, in marketing, uh, in the higher education and kind of nonprofit space. And I just kind of took this new leap of faith over the last year or so, um, moving into more like the holistic health world, um, becoming a holistic health coach. Um, So I'm really excited that I've really kind of taken the leap this last, I'd say probably about April is when I really started being more intentional about it. So I love it. And it's been so fun to watch your, your journey and really the hand of God on your journey and guiding you through this process of feeling like there was this calling on your life, but kind of like being afraid to answer it. And what does that mean? And we were just talking before the podcast, just about how sometimes when God is prompting us to something and the world, it looks so completely wrong or so completely different than what we're kind of feeling or seeing in the spiritual side of things. And I I think that there's a lot of people who can relate to this, whether it's a job change that they feel like God calling them to, or like I mentioned, you know, I felt like God has always been whispering to me about homeschool, Mm -hmm. but I was always kind of ignoring it because it just doesn't make sense as a working mom to homeschool my kids. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, like the world says, you can't really do that. But right now we don't really have a choice. And I feel like even beyond not having a choice, the spirit and the discernment in that, in the spirit is so strong right now. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, but it is scary when it doesn't look right in the world. So I just want to ask you a couple of questions about what that transition really looked like for you and moving to something from marketing to wellness, because those things seem like not even related. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I know. And to the world that does seem like that a lot. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can talk a little bit about my journey that, you know, brought me here. So I was last time we spoke was in December, and I was working full time, um, managing a brand team for a, a a local museum here, which was, it was a fantastic job. But like you were saying, I was just feeling this prompting um, that just something wasn't settling in my spirit, right? And that I, I always knew that something else was my calling or my purpose. And, um, you know, with the testimony I shared with you back in December, I had gone through a lot of, especially mental health issues through pregnancy um, and or not through pregnancy, but postpartum and being a new mom. And the thing that I really recognized quickly was that through my treatment, nobody was really looking at me holistically. They all were looking at me very much in silos and very much treating the symptoms, but not looking at the root cause of so much of what I was going through. So they were having a really hard time connecting what was happening with me. And I just kept seeing this gap. And then all of a sudden, the Lord really showed me this program that was called Becoming a Holistic Health Coach, which really looks at all areas of our lives and really focuses on, you know, looking for the root causes instead of just treating symptoms. And so it was something that just really called and weighed on my heart. And so my first step was really listening to that and and plunging in, taking the course. It was a year-long course while working full-time, while having two young children. You know, doesn't make a lot of sense in the natural, but I, I kept doing it. 
And then I met a woman, another woman of faith, and she runs a fitness company and she was looking for a part-time marketing person. And her and I had just stayed in touch. And literally four weeks before COVID hit, I resigned from my full-time benefits job um, to take a stay-at-home 20-hour-a-week part-time job so I would be able to really focus on building a wellness business. And it's funny because, you know, in the natural, like I I was mentioning, you know, it didn't make sense. The numbers were much lower. Um, The the mobility and moving up in the company was different. You know, everything was different from the original trajectory I had when I started my career. And it was exactly what we needed. And I came home the night that I got my, um, my job offer and I opened a devotional that I don't typically read. But I was tired and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to read this one tonight. Maybe it's exactly what I need to hear. And a page had been marked. So I opened it up to that and it just said, say yes. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) you know, it was like just slapped in the face, like just say yes. And I just remember laying there thinking like, holy moly, if it would have been one page over, it would have said, say no but Mm -hmm. it wasn't. And every time I prayed on it, all I kept saying was say yes. So that's what I did. I talked to my husband. I resigned from the full-time job and I began working from home, being a lot more available for my kiddos, you know, even in that time. And then COVID hit. And um, I remember my husband saying, oh my gosh, did you know this was going to happen? Because we need you here. This is amazing. You know, like, but that was God. Like God knew that I needed to be there. And um, so it's been such a blessing. And in the natural, again, it was a hard thing to to let go of. It was a hard thing to let go of a title and a, Mm -hmm. a salary with benefits and a salary with retirement and, you know, all the things that we're so conditioned to think we need and want, but God provides. And, you know, now we're seven months in and, and he's still providing. So during that time, so I was working part-time and COVID hit. And again, the spirit was just, I couldn't get it out of my, um, my mind that I had to move forward. I had to launch my site. I had to start um, supporting women because I thought my target market or the people I want to help are these moms, the ones that I saw, you know, I suffered a lot being a new mom and trying to figure out all the things and connect all the dots. And those are the, the women that I really wanted to help. And I thought, gosh, there's no more time than COVID that people are going to need support and help that we're now juggling being, you know, some being full-time at home working parents and homeschooling and just, you know, all the financial burdens that might be coming their way and because of lost jobs or sickness or whatever it is, I just kept feeling the spirit saying, people are going to need your help now more than ever. So just do it. <laughs> like, just yeah. do it. So I did. And again, in the natural, and especially the people closest to you, I think it's always hard for them to see you take a risk. And they're like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure this is what you, you're supposed to be doing? You know, like, because they want to protect you. And um, I get that completely. And I just said, it is, it's, it's him leading me. And so, so I just kept saying yes. And, you know, we've done a couple of group programs and I have a couple of private clients and it's been really rewarding to continue to say yes, but it is, it is scary. And I'm even learning in this, you know, last couple weeks to a month that sometimes what our kind of vision is, is not his vision, you know, but there's still those promptings. And we have to, like, I keep reminding myself, he sees that greater picture and he's leading and he knows, you know, what we need. 
and even if we don't know exactly at the time. So it's a, yes, it's been a transition. Amen to that. I can't tell you how many times and how many different areas of my life that when I knew I needed to just rely on God and trust in him, but then we have like our own mind that's mm-hmm. spinning almost sometimes out of control with the, but what about this? And what about that? And what of this? And if it was this much, and we start like doing like the math in our head and we get so wrapped up in the things of this world, but that's really what faith is about is just letting go of all of that and just trusting that, okay, God, if this is truly what you want me to do, I trust that you're going to take care of all the details and you're the one who's going to work it all out. And I think that that has been probably the the most faith building exercise of life is learning to yes. just let that go. Because just like you, you know, it, it, when we think about transitioning or moving like, like you did in your career, so much of who we think we are and our identity mm-hmm. is wrapped up in these other things. And I think that when God is calling us to step out and to do something different and something that doesn't even make sense, it really allows us the opportunity to let go of who we think we are and really trust in who he thinks that we are and our identity in Christ versus our identity and what we do for our career or who we are as a mom or who we are as a friend or wife or just a human being. And it can be really, really transformational. And that's the thing I love so much about what he's calling you to do is that it is a little bit of a bigger picture where it's not just about wellness, but you have really integrated faith and a faith-based lens onto everything that you do with wellness. So can you share with us a little bit about that perspective where it's not just about what you eat and the vitamins you take and exercise, but it really is a faith-based approach? Yeah, thank you. Um, Exactly. You know, there's so much information out there about health and wellness and what diet you should be on. And should you go low carb or keto or paleo or gluten free or, you know, I could go on and on and on about all the different ways that we can eat. Right. And it can be so confusing and it can get overwhelming quickly that people just want to, myself included, just throw in the towel and just say, I don't even want to go there. I'm just going to do whatever I have to do, right? Because it just seems like too much. And when I started thinking about it, I was like, but it's not that hard if we think about the one piece of the word, the word we have to help us live our lives also can help us live a healthy life because the Lord created us. And as we know, the Lord is detailed and he does not make mistakes. He knew exactly what we needed. He knew exactly how we were created. and He he provides, right? Just like we were talking about, he can provide for us financially. He's provided us all of the food and the nutrients and literally the Bible to help us live a healthy life. And so when I stopped to think about it, I was like, this is so much more simple than we ever thought it, you know, is like, it's so simple. And now we're hearing, you know, you'll hear the trendy words like clean eating or whole foods. It's like, those are the foods Jesus gave us. Like those are the foods (laughs) God gave us, right? Like I think we mess it up as humans just overthinking it a little bit, you know? And the Bible is our roadmap to living this healthy life. And so I really use that as just a way for myself to simplify health and to just start making healthy choices. Um, And I thought that could really resonate with others as well. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. And I, you know, you said something that kind of struck a chord with me, which is, 
I'm not sure exactly how you said it, but basically we overcomplicate things and it really doesn't need to be that complicated, especially when we look at it through a faith-based lens, because it, it really is just as simple as what's in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> like people, you know, when I was growing up, people always said, well, there's not an instruction book for life. And then I became a Christian and I'm like, yeah, there yes. is. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> there is. It's sitting in front of me right now on my desk while we're recording this. So I think that sometimes we forget and we go looking for all these answers in all these different places when truly it can be found in the book of God. Yes. And when you said that, I think another thing just struck me, Jenny, was that we go looking for these things and we overcomplicate. And I think the root of that is we are usually looking for very quick fixes, right? Like we want something fast and we want something immediate. But what I've learned so much um, in my faith even is that it takes time. Everything takes time. Like if you want to lose weight and you want to lose weight the right way and you want to keep that weight off, it takes time. And it's going to take the longer journey, but it's going to be the better journey. You know, it's going to be going through the hard times as well. And I feel like that the Lord gave us exactly what we need. It just might not be that quick fix or our plan that we want. And yeah, so I, I even will simplify it enough for my children, my kiddos, you know, they're five and three and they're getting interested in, you know, is this good for me, mama? And the biggest thing I'll say to them, I'll say, well, did, did God make it? Like, is it, you know, is it a come from the earth? Is it a plant? Is it a seed? Is it an animal protein that, you know, God gave us? And if they can't say that, like if it's a cracker and they're like, I don't even know what this is, then it's like, (laughs) well, maybe that's not what we're supposed to be, you know, fueling our body with. I love it so much. Now in simplifying, since we're talking about simplifying everything, I love too, that you've kind of broken down for us today, five key ingredients for a healthy lifestyle. Because I think, again, we can get so wrapped into so many details. I mean, if you start searching and saying, okay, I'm going to get healthy and you start searching different YouTubes or blogs or apps. I mean, like there's so much information out there that it gets like so wrapped up. I know I do for myself. I'm like, Oh, what's my vitamin D level? What a magnesium, like all of these things, you know, that we, that we hear about, which are great information to be able to have. And I love that we are living in a world today where it's all available at our fingertips, whatever it is that we're seeking, but it really does get overly complicated, especially when we already have such a busy, full life, being moms, careers, all of the other stuff. So I know today you're going to share with us five key ingredients for a healthy lifestyle. So take it away. Hey, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to make sure that you knew of a free resource available to you to provide more tips and inspiration as a working mom. We've taken our Your Life Rocks message to YouTube. So not only can you find all of the podcast episodes separated by area of life, but every single Thursday we release a new video on a topic that we think will be beneficial to you. You can subscribe by clicking in the link in the show description or going to yourliferocks.com forward slash YouTube. I hope that you go and check it out. And thanks for subscribing. Now back to the show. Yes. So the first one that I think of is, you know, it's Jesus. It's our faith. We need to have that as um, our first and foremost ingredient. And I say that and I put that first of all because it's so important, but I'll read this scripture that I think just sums it up so well is it's from Corinthians um, chapter six and it's verses 19 through 20. 
Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And I love that because I think oftentimes, you know, when you're starting a new diet or you're starting a health program, a lot of the first questions you'll get is your why right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is your big why that's going to keep you motivated? And many people may say their children or, you know, their overall health, but there's stats that will tell you that even with those whys, only 30% of people will really live a healthy lifestyle. So I always think of it as I am a child of God and I was given this body and I need to respect it and honor it. And the Holy Spirit is inside of me. So how can I do that? How can I respectfully glorify God with this one body that we're given? And I feel like that's the biggest why any of us can have. You know, it doesn't matter if you have children or you don't have children or whatever your circumstance may be. I feel like that just helps people put that into perspective that, you know, we are, we are a temple um, and we were fearfully and wonderfully made. And so it's not about, you know, our external or exterior. It's, it's truly honoring him and glorifying him so we can ultimately do the work, you know, that he's given us to do. Because if we aren't physically or mentally or emotionally healthy, it's, it's really hard to live out those purposes. Amen. And, you know, that's why we have, when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, as you know, we talk about the three pillars. Yes. And number one is God first. Like it truly is the start and end of everything. Like, I don't think they, like, sometimes I'm thinking, how do people who don't have a relationship with Jesus do life? Like, I just don't understand because it is like the the compass of everything that we do. And as a busy mom, like we, I, I recently did a YouTube video about um, sharing my number one tip to get more done in less time. And spoiler alert, it's stacking and thinking about different areas of your life and and not having them as silos, but really what things can you combine? And I love this first one because you can really focus in on your health goals, but by keeping the focus of honoring your body to honor God in that way, you're, you're being able to then stack both growing in your faith by doing this as a commitment to God and putting your health as a priority. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. And I think that's what Jesus would want, you know, us bringing every area of our life to him is what he wants. You know, he wants to be a part of everything we do. And so, yeah, I just think first and foremost, that's, that's where we need to go. So that's number one. And you're going to see Jenny, another one of yours is going to be coming up for your top three here, (laughs) which I think is great. And it just aligns so much. So number two, we talked a little bit about this already, but is, is nutrition. How are we, you know, how are we fueling our bodies and how does the Bible, you know, tell us to fuel our bodies? And again, you know, I already kind of mentioned, but I just take it down to that most simplistic form of what did God give us to eat? Because he knows what we need the most. And, and that's how I kind of look at everything. And there's all these, you know, the clean eating and the whole foods, and that's really God's food. So I try to focus on that. My whole thought process is, you know, I want health to be simple and attainable and life needs to be enjoyable. So I look at it as like an 80-20 rule. Obviously, sometimes we need the crackers or we need the ice cream or we need whatever that might look like um, that's outside of that. But I think we want to try to focus the majority of that, you know, on the good foods that we can fuel and nourish ourselves so we feel good and that 
we're able to, again, just be able to live out these purposes and do it so with the motivation and the determination that, that we need. And, and health is such a cornerstone to that. So there's definitely that component. Number two is going to be your nutrition. Number three is going to be movement. Um, we were created to move. We we're created, you know, we're physical beings. And so we need to move our bodies. And we know that there's so many, you know, scientifically researched stats that tell us that, you know, movement is not only good for your physical body, but it's good for your mental body. And it's good. It shows that, you know, we are respecting and that we are really pleasing God by moving and glorifying him in these ways that he created us. And so I love the scripture from Romans 12, 1, where it says, you know, you, we really offer our bodies as a living sacrifice and it's holy and pleasing to God. And this is your true and proper worship. It's just a thing we need to do. And it's our, I feel like a responsibility of ours, you know, here on earth to do some of the work that God has us to do that we need to do physically here in the natural. So we need to keep moving. We need to keep our bodies healthy. And so that's a, an important ingredient. I love that you have the, the, what your approach to that, because it is movement and not necessarily exercise. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about the, the differences between the two, because I think sometimes as a busy mom, I feel guilty because I will justify movement as exercise when it might not necessarily be exercise. Do you think that that is okay? Do you still do you do you still think that there needs to be a prescribed exercise routine, or is just like having a step counter and saying, "Okay, I'm going to get up every hour from my desk and kind of move around or do things around the house," or when I'm cleaning, clean vigorously so it feels like more of a workout? Yes. Like, where is that balance for, yes. for movement and exercise? Oh, I completely agree because I think especially you're right when you're wearing so many hats is I look at it as focusing not on the actual act, but like the physical exercise act, but yes, the movement overall. So I love that you brought up a step counter. Maybe it's daily. You have a discipline that I want to hit 10,000 steps because then I know I've moved my body enough throughout the day. Or it's, you know, maybe I want to get in three 10 minute walks, you know, because it doesn't have to be one large workout. It could be small incrementals that all build upon each other because you're still moving, you know, the same amount during the day. And so I, I don't focus so much on the necessity that it needs to be a hit workout or it needs to be an extreme strength or whatever that is. I just think overall we want, we know when our bodies are physically able to do things, right? And movement is part of that. Like I'm going to share a resource with, with you and your community where I, I've listed, you know, 10 scriptures that are really, I think, cornerstone to kind of these five practices. And the one that I really love around movements, I'm going to share this with you here, is from Hebrews. And it says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So I think that our Lord is saying it doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to feel so horrible. It just needs to be a disciplined thing. So it means consistency, right? Like, we know if we're huffing and puffing up the stairs, it's probably time like, oh, we need to, I need to take care a little bit better of my body. I need to start walking a little bit more. Like there's those physical cues, I think that our body naturally gives us that we know. And so I think it's definitely a bio-individual thing, but it's just the, the intention and the consistency of some movement every day, just so we can physically are capable of, you know, being able to do those things that he has called us to do. It could be as simple, you know, it could be as, 
being able to carry and labor a baby. You have to be in somewhat of a physical state to be able to do those things. Or maybe it's just being able to pick up your kiddo off the floor or run after them when they're toddlers and making sure they're safe or, you know, whatever he's calling us to do in whatever season. I just think we have to match our physicality there and just make sure we are having intention around that. I love it. So much grace. And that is amazing. (laughs) Makes me feel a lot better about just releasing the fact that I keep saying I need to start exercising, but I don't make the time for it. Um, Okay. So we talked about putting Jesus first, nutrition, movement. What is number four? Number four is going to be our community. And, you know, we, again, we were born and we were created to live in relationship with one another. And when I think about community in the realm of health, um, I also think about influence and encouragement. And so we really want to surround ourselves with people who are going to be supportive of a healthy lifestyle. And that, you know, is also, it's from the extreme of that we're not surrounding ourselves with people doing, you know, drugs or other illicit things that we shouldn't be partaking (laughs) in, but also people who are going to support, you know, our healthy habits and not condemn us if, you know, we're going to be ordering a salad somewhere. They're not going to be saying, oh, or giving us that look like, well, I'm going to get this super size fry. Why aren't you? Or, you know, you want to surround yourself and influence yourself with people who are going to help you attain those, those healthy goals that you want. And just to be able to maintain a healthy lifestyle, because there's so much research out about the influence of who you surround yourself with is who you end up being like, you know? And so I think we want to live in a community where we're always going to be lifting each other up. So you want to find those people that, you know, encourage and support you, but that you're also going to encourage and support as well. So you can live as, as one and set good examples for your kiddos, because that's also, they're watching everything we do and who we interact with. And so we need to surround ourselves, I think, with those, with those right people. Love it. So, so good. And you, you're right. Community is one of the pillars that we also have for having balance, God first pillars, and then the system. So I love that that is in there as well. Now, this last one, number five is the one that I struggle with probably the most. Yes. And I think you are not alone. So let's talk a little bit about rest. So rest has been on my heart too. And I think a lot of times with um, working mamas, especially, I've really recognized that we like to work. (laughs) So that's the reason we're a working mama. And it can be hard to turn that off sometimes. Um, But we know in scripture that the Sabbath and rest is so important to us. So I kind of think about rest in a couple of ways. I mean, there's the rest in terms of the physicality of just taking care of our bodies and getting enough physical sleep. And that is so true, like in terms of being able to maintain good weight or being able to even lose weight, um, you need to be able to get enough sleep. um, So your body can support that because when we don't get enough sleep, we wake up and we already start making, we, we want to make worse choices because of the hormones that are output when we are lacking sleep. And so we may be craving more carbs or we need that little bit of a stimulus from the caffeine and then we're not eating the right foods. You know, there's all these, it's sort of a trickle down effect when we're really tired. It's hard to make those good, healthy decisions. So there's that component of it is that the actual physicality of, of rest. And then the other thing about rest or the other side to rest is really, you know, are we ever, are we resting in God to find that true peace? And so I think in our culture, 
a lot of times we'll think of rest as like, well, we're going to go relax and we're going to binge Netflix and, or we're going to relax and we're going to have, you know, some wine and maybe go get a manicure or whatever that might look like. Or, you know, this could be interchangeable with some self-care habits. But what I think about those things is that, is that rest or is that an escape? You know, because a lot of times when we're kind of doing that, we're trying to um, mute out the world of all of the the noise, right? And so you're kind of just sitting there and trying to forget about whatever is going on in your life. But it's like, are you bringing this to God to get true rest and true peace? So I also think a component to rest is spending time um, with the Lord in scripture and knowing that he's the Prince of Peace, that he's going to be able to replenish us in ways that Netflix, binging Netflix, never will be able to. So it's sort of like this (laughs) cyclical thing, right? Like we need our rest and then goes into our faith that he can help replenish us or he can help show us if we quiet enough. Like if we're quiet enough and still enough, he can show us areas where we need to work on, or he can show us areas that we need to change or, you know, that's stirring we can't hear the stirrings if we never get quiet enough to hear them. So I think too, just holistically to be healthy, we have to take that time to not only, you know, sleep, but also just to be quiet and to rest in him so we can really live the full life that he's hoping for us. You know, I love that you mentioned physical rest, mental rest, emotional rest, spiritual rest, all of those I think is so important. I know one of the things that God has really been working through me on is slowing down in order to speed up and having intentional rest. Because sometimes when I think about rest, I think about like, but I have things I need to do. Yes. But when I can think about it in terms of, I need to be intentional about my rest and the time that I'm resting so that I can be more productive when it's time to work. Like the Bible says, there's a season for everything mm-hmm. where I think sometimes we we just are kind of go, 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 go. And then we have in our head, like the things that we should be doing, rest being one of them. But when we can really be intentional about rest and kind of the purpose of rest is so that we can then perform better as a mom in our career in whatever it is when we're outside of our rest period times, that has been really, really beneficial for me to just be able to focus on that because I want to be productive all of the time. But if I can be, weird as it sounds, productive about my rest, it helps me adhere to a rest schedule much better. Oh, yes. Preach. I know. It's so true. And I think, you know, we live in this world where busyness and has been like a badge of honor. Like the busier you are, it just seems like you wear this badge of honor, right? Like that you've you've hit a certain level of... I don't know, not superiority, but you've heard, you've hit a certain level. Like people like to say, Oh, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's easy to even just, we have in our, in front of us all the time, what everyone else is doing. Right. So if it seems like they're like really kicking it and they're getting all their side hustle done or they're doing this and that it's hard to then stop and be like, okay, but I'm going to go rest. (laughs) (laughs) I see them doing all this stuff and they're getting it all done but I'm going to go over here and I'm going to rest for a while. And it's hard to not sometimes feel like, well, you know, am I losing too much ground or how will I catch up or, you know, all those things, but you're still right. There's this supernatural that if we stop and rest and we're intentional about it, then we have that super productive time after. It's just, we need to get into that rhythm and understand that it's okay. And we all need rest. And I'm with you. I'm in a season where this has been on my heart and I know it's because I need more rest. (laughs) I need, (laughs) I feel like every job I've ever had, I've always gotten the 
the feedback, well, you just have so much energy. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think you're like trying to say that's, I'm like, is that a good or bad thing when you're telling me this? Like, it's just, I don't know. Um, and it's because I do, I get excited about work and I get excited about doing projects and all those things, but I also need to get excited about resting and resting in the word. And um, so I can replenish and give you even more, you know, and be, be better uh, yeah. when I'm on. So, cause it's in those moments of rest when I'm intentional about it, then that is when I feel closest to God. It's when I feel like I can hear him more, have better yes. discernment where when my mind is always racing a hundred miles an hour and I'm like, okay, then I'm going to rest. Well, then when I rest, my mind is still racing a thousand miles yes. an hour. Cause I haven't had that intentional rest on a reoccurring basis enough that I can really hear him. And I was talking with a friend a couple of weeks ago and she said, you know, I feel like it's really hard to have discernment right now. And she's in a very busy season of her life. She's got a lot going on, bless her. And we're praying for her. But at the same time, I feel like because of the rest that I've been intentional about, my discernment with God has gotten so much stronger in the season that I'm in right now. And really the only thing that has changed is the rest. And I feel like there's strength in that. And just like you were saying, sometimes we kind of get this badge of honor about being busy, but there's truly some strength in having that quiet time and, and being restful that can make us more powerful. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think even, you know, the physical aspects of being able to sleep, like you're saying, you know, I got, I've gotten more sleep in this season. It's like, that's amazing because I also think it's the discernment and our perspective changes so much when we're not coming from a place of physical empty, you know, that mm -hmm. we are able to have our ears open and to just being able to see things even broader and bigger, you know, like when we are coming from that place of full it's just, it is, it's such a cornerstone in so many areas of health. And I just don't think we put enough emphasis on it. You know, when, when I go to the doctor, it's rarely, how many hours of sleep are you getting? When I think we need to be talking about that, you know, yes. it's important. So, oh, it so is. Well, I have loved these five key ingredients that you've put together for us and having a faith-based approach to having a healthy lifestyle now, Jenna, for people who are listening to you and being like, yes, Jenna is totally my girl and I need more focus on rest or maybe nutrition or movement or just having someone who can come alongside them and help them reach their health goals. What's the best way for people to connect with you or to learn more about you? Yeah. So you can come onto my website. It's jennaallerson.com. And that'll be a great place to learn um, a little bit about my coaching offerings. Um, I have a blog there that talks about all sorts of ideas and holistic ideas about health. So, you know, on and off the plate, because we have to think about health, you know, all over the place, because usually what we're experiencing off the plate is reflected on what's experienced on the plate. So um, you'll find information there. I've also started a Facebook group. It's called um, a healthy faith-based lifestyle. And it's a group of women who, you know, we've come together in this private group and I'd love for you guys to join us. And we just, we talk scripture and we talk about making, you know, healthy choices that are simple, but attainable. So it's definitely both sides. It's spiritual and physical health. And I think it's been a great way for us to gather as Christian women and just talk about some of the trials that we have when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. So joining that community would be amazing. Um, you'll find that on the website as well. So, um, or you can find that from my business page at Jenna Ellerson um, Health Coach. So I would love to connect with you guys. Um, 
And those would be the best places to find me. Awesome. And we will make sure that we link to that in the show's description. So if you guys are looking for uh, her website or her Facebook group, make sure that you click on the links provided in the description. And if you are a Life Balance member, Jenna has so graciously given us a great resource to add to our community, which is the Ingredients for a Healthy Lifestyle, 10 Encouraging Scriptures. Jenna, thank you so much for your generosity and for being you. And I just pray that God's hand would continue to provide for your family and to guide you in each and every single step as you serve him. So thank you, Jenny. And just thank thank you you for doing everything that you do. I've been a longtime listener and I just can't tell you how much you've blessed me along the way. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.